Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So, what's What's your weird story? story? Hello, Weirdsville. It is time once again for the What's Your Weird Story podcast, the weekly podcast that you prefer for all your true life, unusual, bizarre, hard to explain, strange, mystical, mythical, uh, true, real, actual, matter of factual weird stories as told by the actual human beings who lived those matter-of-factual real stories. Hi, I'm Adam Beebe. I'm the host that is known for just wandering around with words coming out of my mouth, not really knowing what I'm saying or what's going to happen next. With me, as always, is my oldest, dearest, bestest friend, who is probably a little bit more thoughtful when speaking. Mr. Barry Johnson, I don't how know. are you? I don't know about that. You're being too kind. I, um, I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. Just uh, the normal uh, thing that we do. We do have a garage sale coming up this weekend, which will be exciting here. Oh, in uh, in Northwest Oklahoma, and so we uh, we do it once a year. We try to purge a little bit, mm-hmm. get rid of some mm-hmm. stuff. So always a good I was, thing. Yeah, I was like doing that, but man, I just can't get up early enough on a Saturday to I actually, know. Uh, or even any day really, to actually do a, a garage sale. I would love to do it. I got stuff I've got set aside to do that for a purge, but I just never end up doing. But man, I love going to them. Yeah. I love going to a good garage sale. And you know, there's a whole society of people out there, dude, that are just, it's the garage sale circuit, mm-hmm. man. They are mm-hmm. out early, they love it, and they, you know, it's. Um, yeah, so we're excited. We usually do pretty good on it. We got a lot of stuff to sell. You know, when you got three kids and uh, yeah. accumulate as much crap as we do, it's mm-hmm. uh, we're bound to sell some stuff. So, looking forward to it. But you know, it's so goddamn hot here, dude. That like we're going, we're not going to do it outside. Yeah, we're going to do it inside. So there you go. That's going to be weird. Like but, in the uh, house. Yeah, we're going to do it in the oh, house. Wow. That yeah, is- yeah, yeah. Well, we that, you got to make sure you get everything out that well, you don't want to sell. Yeah, that's what we've done. Because so we, you know somebody's going to try and offer you twenty dollars for oh, that yeah. big TV. Oh, I know, I know. And you're like, you know, know. not for sale. <laughs> and, oh, you need to get the NFS stickers. Yeah, make sure those are on the things that stay on the wall. Yeah, and then make sure you put one on the back. Yeah, you know, just so because somebody's going to come along and put that twenty five cent sticker on. Yes, and claim yes. and give you no, a hard right. time. You're right. You're and right. You're, you're, yep. You're right. So, so yeah, we've been converting our uh, living room into an auction house. So, wow. <laughs> but anyway, that's what we got going on. How about that you? That will be fun, man. Oh yeah, that will be fun. Uh, not a whole lot. Just doing the same, like you, same old, same old. Just uh, making my way through. Um, been you know uh, doing some uh, a lot of summer reading because I'm not one to. Uh, it's been too. It's been too hot to go outside. So I just you know I'll, yeah. I'll sit and I read when I can, and uh, so I you know my uh, enjoy my uh, my comic books. And uh, since of course you know since I'll be 
probably do in that class. Uh, I'm reading. It's research. It's research. So, yes. you know. Yes. Um, I can and maybe even write some of my purchases off on my taxes. Perfect. Um, so, you know. And, you know, of course, watching TV and movies and such. But Yeah, uh, yeah definitely, man. Have you... Uh, you were telling me before we started that you got a interesting. Uh, well, you got a couple of interesting text messages. Yeah. <laughs> um, only one that could be really touched on here on the show. Yeah, yeah. There's a. So I have a friend of mine. He sent this to me. It's from Beyond Fest at Beyond Fest, and it mm-hmm. says he just sent it to me. He didn't explain anything. He just sent it to me, and I start reading this thing, and I'm like, oh my god, this is going to break my brain. So I'll do my best, but it's the title of it is uh, or the. The piece that comes along with it says, This alien synopsis from a Hong Kong bootleg DVD needs to be in a museum and guarded with uh, guarded as a cultural treasure, which I agree with. Okay, so this is is it so it's the the movie Alien. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is a this is a, yeah, this is a, this is yeah. This is like you a, would so this would be the on the back of the box. Correct. Correct. Okay, okay. In in Hong Kong. Okay. Okay. Here's here's what it says. Sp- spaceship people get up from sleeping. Wait, wait, wait. Yep. Um, you're not doing it right. Okay. You got to do it in the movie guy voice. Oh my god, I can't do that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could. You want me to do it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll send it to you. Okay, well, I'll do it in the movie guy voice. Okay. And um, do do. This is live, uh, here right now. Waiting for yeah. good luck. Text. Good luck with the verbiage. <clears throat> Here we go. This is all my years of Juilliard. Um, I don't know. Is Juli- Is that even for acting? Is I that, don't know. I don't know. I don't even know. Um, <clears throat> spaceship people get up from sleeping coffin and have eat. Computer woman find strange noisings on planet, and astronauts go to seeing. Astronauts find big elephant man, who dead, then find two mini egg. <laughs> Astronaut is possessed by egg demon, and new egg demon is come when eat bad noodle. <laughs> Seven friends and a cat. All try to find Egg Demon before a spaceship go home, but is hard working. Who will life to escaping? Who is bad milk blood robot? <laughs> Scream not working because space make death. <laughs> oh, that was great. That was oh, great. Man, I didn't know I had that voice in me. Isn't that, uh, oh. that's, that is amazing. That is fantastic. That is yeah, I tried fantastic. To, I love that. I love that, um, weird English yeah. translated back to yeah, English. Yeah, 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 definitely, man. You know, um, yes. I think English is what they call it, which is a horribly racist name, but still, um, it's, you know, it's that Weird translating and then yeah. translating back yes. and how yes. and just those are it's it is some kind of beautiful poetry. Oh, it's wonderful! I can remember being in Japan and we went. Uh, we're driving past you know, some restaurants, and the name of the restaurant is is uh, Big Time Happy Burger. Like, just nice. doesn't make much sense at all, you know. Um, but it's it's that's the, what you love about it so much. It's great. Um. Yeah, that was. He sent me that, and I read it, and I'm like, Oh my god, my brain is gonna break. That's uh, 
that's genius. That was that is genius. That is awesome. Yeah, so All that right. was that was fun. We need to move on to more entertaining things because we have a great guest who is really, really got an interesting, interesting life story. Yes, yes. He has got interesting written all over him. Um, and he's shared many uh, spectacular tales and thoughts um, that he's been putting together and some really interesting, really interesting hypotheses and theories that he's been working on that we really haven't heard here before. But also some crazy ass stories that begin uh, right from the get go. It's one of the most insane things I've ever heard. It's it's, it's awesome. Yeah, we jump and, right in. Uh, we yeah, we, jo- with Johnny G jumps right in. And um, uh, for those uh, listening, tr- uh, this is another parental uh, warning episode. Um, it's not so much that it's graphic, but uh, we do recognize uh, the adult educational documentary film industry uh or uh, porn. <laughs> that's one way to put it yeah yes yes we, we, <laughs> uh, we recognize porn and and sex and spectrophilia uh which is uh, sexual relations with uh spirits and ghosts and so um earmuffs for the little ones otherwise okay. everyone else join us in a wild wild ride with our new friend uh mr johnny g johnny Thank you for joining us. What's your weird story? All right, guys. Glad to be here. I've got a, a, a whopper here. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start by telling you that I was recently, well, not so recently, but um, I was deported from Colombia. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Um, I am, <laughs> I was a travel influencer. And I was traveling around the world and I had a lot of sex in different places. And I thought that I was going to record some and make some porn. Right. Okay. And um, I had a very strange incident happen in Colombia and it turned my life upside down. Um, I was in Barranquilla, Colombia, which is a coastal city, kind of like Mm -hmm. a beach resort town. And I was in a gym working out, and this American woman started talking to me. She's older, tall, attractive. Um, she starts asking me questions about why I'm here, what I'm doing. And then she, she tells me that she's actually uh, a CIA consultant, and she was analyzing me. And she said that she thought that I was into human trafficking. Uh huh. Wow. And I didn't understand that term because I had been outside the country for um, ten years. I, I hadn't been in the country for many years. Wow. And for me, that's selling human beings. That's like there's a container full of people, and you're right. selling them for like I don't know some weird you know eating cannibalism. I don't know whatever the fuck you want to do. Yeah. But that's what I was thinking. But the 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 law in the United States changed somewhat recently and it encompassed prostitution and a lot of different other things which i didn't understand at that time and right now do but at that time um i i was kind of a little put off or off put by the, the situation and um I, I went back to the place i was staying and i, I was in a hostel actually 
and there was a Russian or a Ukrainian guy that came into the room late at night and some weird things happening. Uh, I thought I, I had something stolen from my bag and I, I freaked out, called the police, left the police report and didn't think too much of it, but I, I thought that was very strange from the, the coincidence that had happened. Mm-hmm. And then several months later, I was staying at a, a government official's home. She had a, a rental property that I was staying in. And I was actually doing this um, influencer kind of interviews with people that were significant in the areas that I was going to. And I tried to meet with the mayor of their city, Barranquilla, which is actually a presidential hopeful for the, the country. Okay. And, and uh, she gave me his contact information. And I was like, okay, I'm going to set this up. But at that time, I was getting ready Every year, I fast. I, I clean my body out and I fast. Mm-hmm. And um, she she came to my room. She knocked on the door. She said, "Your air conditioning's on." I I didn't put that in the lease. I, I'm like, whatever. She she adamantly wants me to open the door and talk to her. And she doesn't even speak English. And I'm, my Spanish is not so good to understand everything in a contract yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But. Um, I, I was fasting and I was doing an experiment and I had fasted for seven days with no food and no water. Oh my Ooh, gosh. Man. Yeah. And I was also, I did this for 20 years. I had actually done this every year, not the no water. This was something new. Yeah. And, uh, I blindfolded myself cause I was trying to do like a sensory experiment while I was doing this. And I was feeling a little dark at the time, and she's trying to open the door. She's got a couple other people. I couldn't tell how many there were because I'm blindfolded. But she she pushes her way open the door after I, I, I crack it open, and I'm naked. I'm, I'm like, I don't have any clothes on. I've been sitting in my room meditating and sitting there kind of like imagining scenarios and stuff, just uh, fasting. And she, she freaks out. She tells me that I have to leave in the morning. And... I go, okay, I, I decide to leave um, instead of trying to negotiate. But there's a guy standing outside my bedroom door, inside the house, that has a machete. Oh, God. And, and he's walking around the house in the, in the apartment, and this I've never seen this guy before. And he's, he, tells me, he, he tells me he's a gardener. And I'm like, okay, okay, what? Like, what? Like, why are you walking around with a machete in the house if you're a gardener? Mm. And just thought it was bizarre. Yeah. Um, so I didn't know exactly what to do. I, I took off. I went to a hotel. I stayed in a hotel for a little while. And then I decided I was going to take off and go home uh, or someplace. I just was going to jump on a plane. So I went to an airport. And I was sitting down preparing what I was going to do at a little subway, like a subway restaurant inside the hotel or the the airport and um i started i was still like a little um off from Mm. fasting yeah Mm -hmm. and i was also um i was driven there by a motorcycle uh taxi it's basically jump on a back motorcycle you ride yeah and he saw me he saw me pull out a bunch of money and I didn't. I couldn't piece this together from what happened, but something very odd happened from this point, which I went to the bathroom and I was drinking a Monster Energy drink, which I probably like avoided the caffeine rush, but whatever. <laughs> um, 
I come back and I left the can there and I continued to drink the can and I started to black out and I didn't know what was going on. I felt like just bizarre thoughts in my mind and I was going in and out of consciousness. It was, if you've seen that, that TV series moon Knight, mm-hmm. it, it was kind of like that. I, I black out and then I'd, I'd be awake and I oh, wow. having little sections of things happening in the blackout. And what happened was, um, apparently I got into a taxi in the driver's seat. I was driving the taxi. I drove over two people I started to go wherever I was going, and I remember seeing police officers shooting at me at the front of the car, and they shot at me, and they I, I think that they hit me or the fragments of the bullet or something hit me because I, I ripped my face here. Damn. And um, I didn't, all I remember is just little flashes of things happening. Wow. But apparently Holy shit, man. <laughs> the, the local people, the local people tried to hang me. They tried to lynch me and burn me because they Holy thought I was a shit. demon. Oh my gosh. And I didn't know what was going on. I have a video from the, the actual incident on my, my Twitter and I found it from the media sources, but I didn't, I don't even remember anything that was going on in the video. Damn, it, it, it was bizarre and I blacked out I was out for a week or two I didn't know um, the time had passed like wow. I, I just kind of woke up and I was in a um, hospital kind of bizarre hospital it was actually a recovery hospital for drugs and they said right. that I had drugs in my system I don't do drugs so it didn't make any sense Wow. so um there were some weird thoughts going through my head at the time, and I'll explain a little bit if you guys have questions about that. But um, I had to be deported because it was an international incident. It actually right. made the news headlines in 59 countries. God. And the, um, my friends actually heard about it on a radio station in Michigan, and that's how I ended up processing my way out because somebody found me. Oh, my gosh. I, Jeez, dude. Yeah. So I, I come back to the States, and as soon as I land, I'm in Miami, and my plane was scheduled to go to New York. Mm-hmm. And um, I decided I'm going to do a little bit of a, a detour and go to Detroit. And I flew to Detroit. This is right when COVID hit. Uh. And I was thinking, this is bizarre, like, what the hell is going on? I just went from one traumatic situation to, like, the world-ending kind of right. yeah. What the fuck? And I, I started to, to think maybe this was something that was happening because of what was me. I was thinking that it was revolving around me for some some evil plot against, the, I don't know, it was weird. But I'm, I'm sitting there, and my friends didn't want to touch me. They didn't want to come near me. My family didn't want to talk to me because they were afraid right. of the whole situation. I get a call from the Secret Service telling me that they are recruiting and they want to talk to me. And I'm like, what the fuck? I tell my friends and they're like, yeah, tell us the number because that doesn't sound like legit. They get they get the number, they call, they, they verify, they said, don't pick anything with the government right now. Don't mess up anything with the government right now. 
And I started to do this, like, connecting the dots situation for what was happening, because where I had landed, where the plane was going, and where I end up, these were the three highest concentrations of COVID in the United States. And I'm not talking about, like, uh, it was, like, centralized within mm. three miles on the mapping where I landed, where the plane was going, and where I had f finally stopped. And I'm like, th that was three highest concentrations. And I was not in Detroit. I was in Detroit, but not downtown. I was, like, in a suburb. Okay. Which, which was odd enough. Like, I'm, Yeah. So um, I, I start kind of thinking about what this all means. And I had some things in my life happen prior to this. And I had some government agencies and some secret societies and all kinds of stuff interacting with me while I was traveling. And I started to type about this on a uh, Facebook group, in Facebook chats. And then I, I started to open up and people were interested in, like you guys, asking yeah. questions about it. And my phone and my computer shut down at exactly the same time after I started doing that. Oh my Just God. Done, like blacked out. No, I couldn't reboot. I couldn't turn my phone back on. I didn't understand what was going on. Wow. Like it, it was like, that's coincidence. The government just calls me. I start talking about something, and then my phone shuts down. Wow. Damn. That's wild, dude. Yeah. So <clears throat> I, I started to, again, connect the dots and try to figure out what was going on. But at that time, some other things that were happening um, made me curious about um, – secret societies and the influence on the world because of the COVID thing, because we were all thinking it, it was conspiracy at one point, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I started researching something, and I don't know, my search just popped up, uh, Knights of the Templar. Mm. Yeah. And I, I start researching Knights of the Templar, and I'm like, hmm, this is interesting. I'd like to figure out this stuff. I literally walk to a grocery store, a little health food store, within two miles of the place I was staying, go in the building, walk around. A guy asks if, I, if he wants to help me or if, if I need any help. And I'm like, oh, I was just kind of doing some research and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, ever the Knights of the Templar? He pulls out a card. He's got a card that says he's in the Knights of the Templar. Wow, wow, whoa. whoa. Yeah, and he explains to me what this means to a certain degree. And then he invites me to a meeting in a different city and he drives me there and it was some kind of ritual um, meditation that they, they wanted to do but it did not seem like a bunch of hippie stoners mm -hmm. it, it was it was bizarre it was it was like um, executive type people that were a little bit quiet and nervous around me mm -hmm. or corporate or whatever you want to say yeah. and just bizarre and I'm like, okay, this is weird. I could probably figure this stuff out myself. And I mentioned something about vampires or I don't know. And the guy's like, no, those aren't vampires. Like he, he definitively in his voice tells me that he knows the difference between this and that. I'm like, dude, I, I'm thinking vampires aren't real in my head. I'm skeptical of everything. But this, he's got a sword. This is part of their ceremonies and stuff. And I'm just like, this is bizarre. So I come back to my place and um, I, I blacked out again. Um, some some weird things started happening to me and I ended up in a hospital. And I stayed in the hospital a couple of days 
And I got out and I'm just like, okay, what's going on? This is just a bizarre situation. And I, I had um, theorized <clears throat> about paranormal activity. And this is one of the reasons I'm reaching out to the paranormal groups. And I'm actually now a supernatural detective. That's the name of my new website and okay. my content creating. Um, I'm doing investigation and research into paranormal phenomenon that has to do with psychosomatic uh, activities. Okay. And um, one of those things is that my body moved automatically at certain points from a long time ago from something that had happened. It was, uh, I was in the army, I was in special operations command and I, I didn't know what was going on there because I had a very unusual situation, which is a completely different story. But I started to think that all of this stuff was connected to microbes. Okay. And I, I've talked about this on several podcasts lately and I believe that most paranormal phenomenon can be explained by microbes. They can cause mass hallucinations. They can mm -hmm. cause weather pattern changes. They can cause they can cause just about anything. They created the human body. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, when we start to think about them, we always imagine that there's some kind of insignificant, small but you know powerful little um, universe that it is, but. Those things are sentient. This is my hypothesis. They mm -hmm. have a consciousness and they can interact. And I think throughout time, they've been called demons. Okay. And I think that um, I, I had an injection in the army. This is how I exited the army that freaked me out. Um, I, I had some situations where I couldn't explain what was going on. I went into uh, an isolated situation and then I was exited from the military, um, given a classification of bipolar disorder, which didn't make any sense. Right, yeah. And this, this undocumented injection was done not by a doctor. Mm. I usually have a med record that you, you give when you're doing this stuff. This yeah. was a higher-ranking officer as I was walking through the barracks, the office part of the barracks, because this was old HHC company, Ranger Battalion which um, didn't have the new barracks. It was kind mm -hmm. of like all office and everything in the compound. Never saw this guy. I pretty much knew everybody in the unit. Uh, never saw him again. It was just mm. very bizarre. And I, I don't know if it was traumatizing and the placebo effect kicked in, but there were things that were happening to me where I was moving faster. I, I was, uh, my voice was changing. I could, I could move with precision and I could do splits. I couldn't do the splits when, and like the last time I did that was eight years old in Taekwondo. Like right. it was very strange, the things that were happening to me. And I thought possibly that uh, all of this is tied together. And I don't want to put blame on a government agency because if you understand what I'm telling you, microbes are ultimately conscious entities that live mm -hmm. and exist throughout humans and all life forms on the planet. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So the agenda of a human being or organization may be nothing compared to the, the species of a particular microbe that's doing things on a grand scale mm -hmm. over millions and billions of years. Right. So like, and they, they theoretically, if if they're if you're a host to these organisms, the way that I'm kind of thinking about this 
is that they have a consciousness which transcends the human body. So if I've got the same species in me and you've had the same species in you, then those organisms are one. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So if you look at demonic possession, you can banish a demon, but you can't kill it. Which means that you would create a, an imbalance or a, a natural balance to the ecosystem which it was living in to repress its influence on the rest of your body. Okay. Okay. So this is what I'm kind of thinking. But when I reached out to you guys or had my, my booker uh, reached out to you guys, I was talking about uh, – excuse me, one second. Yep, no problem. If that's the government, <laughs> this will be the best episode ever. <laughs> Sorry about that. I had to knock on my door. No worries. Wasn't okay. the government, though? No, no. It was a, a five-year-old kid asking for a sucker. My mom okay. brought a bunch of candy for the kids in the neighborhood. They knocked on <laughs> my door. And okay. <laughs> so um, I am I'm under the impression right now that uh, uh, what I'm doing, reaching out to you, uh, I'm going to open up a little bit more about my job and how I do things, mm -hmm. but it's to connect with other people that have had similar situations or can give me explanations or insight into what might be happening, mm -hmm. what what um, I, I have the capacity to do if I were injected with something that had some kind because people have mentioned super soldier serum and stuff like that because I was really, I'm very strong for how big I am. Mm -hmm. I, know, I know seven different martial arts. Uh, I speak several different languages. I mean, I, I basically like pretty uh capable of doing just about anything yeah but uh what i'm doing right now is i'm producing content for um paranormal uh it's called spectrophilia reenactments okay and this is when uh you're possessed or you are having sexual relations with a spirit or operation okay okay and what this is to me is psychosomatic movements. It's your body is moving without you thinking to move it. Okay? Okay. There's some kind of reaction or some kind of like mental unconscious thing that's making something happen physically on your body. And this has happened to me and it's happened in a sexual way. Mm. And I, I told you guys I was traveling around and I had lots of sex and I thought about producing porn. Well, my reputation was ruined for influencer travel thing. That was done after I got deported from a country, and yeah. people Google my actual name now, and they're like, "Oh, okay, we're not going to work with this guy." So I, I decided I was going to get into this because I can produce things and I could say what I want to say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I didn't want to write a fictional story, and I didn't want to write some kind of book that was pointing fingers at anybody. So I thought that I can tell stories, I can make things interesting, and I can have fun while I'm doing it. So that, that's the kind of um, content that I'm producing and the people that I'm reaching out to to talk to are generally fans of porn. <laughs> so You'll find them. You'll find them yeah. here. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not doing gore porn or anything like that. I'm looking for content to create through you guys, through anybody that might have a visitor or some kind of fan that says, oh my God, that happened to me, send them mm -hmm. my way. I want, to, I want to do an account with them. I'll, I'll write up a script. Uh, if they've got physical symptoms or some kind of like 
activity that's happening, I will go out and investigate and I'll record if they want to do that. Yeah. So. Wow. Man, what? There's a lot. There's a lot there. Yeah. There's yeah, a lot yeah. there. Um, is this something? Do you, how how early in your life do you feel the microbes were playing a role in your journey? All right. So, I, I researched this extensively. The, the microbiology. My aunt was a, a microbiologist, and I actually had been in the laboratory with her quite young. And I, I researched this afterwards through papers and information that I could find through scholars, Google scholars on um, Google, and I, I found. A lot of information, but what I realized is that your body, when it's growing as an embryo, doesn't have at nearly the amount of microbes. It's mm-hmm. mostly human DNA in the human embryo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But when it goes through the vaginal canal or cesarean section, there's different things that happen. You're coated with bacteria and different microorganisms from the vagina. Okay, and that helps protect you and it defines your character and personality traits. There's different aspects of human consciousness that are influenced by microbes. Interesting. And we, we have that documented. Like people have a theory that that could be related to autism. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I've heard that. Yes. So uh, that's just from the vaginal canal. But if you think, take that a little bit further, as soon as you make air contact. You're getting hit by microbes in the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then as soon as you exit the hospital, the trees, the, the pollen, whatever's mm-hmm. around that's floating has got microorganisms. It's all magnetically connected and charged on your body. Like the positive or negative ion mm-hmm. is going to connect to your skin and be absorbed into your, your skin. Yeah. And if you're eating things... It's from the food that you're eating. Sure. I was I was bound down here in South Florida. I was born here, and I retraced my steps from birth. I went outside from the hospital. I went through the hospital that I was born in. I went to the ward where I was born, and I started to think, okay, this is where I got hit with initial contact with microbes. Mm-hmm. What was my mother doing prior to her giving birth and all of those things I hadn't thought too much about and I haven't really thought too much about. She's kind of a private perf- person, but she she's had a lot of um, trauma in her life. So there could be uh, a mixture of things in her that were brought to me. Sure. But I stayed, I stayed mostly with my father when I was growing up, and I was a wild child. I was outside all the time in nature and stuff like that. Yeah. So I was subjected to lots of things. I play in a mud bog. I, I mean... I was coated everywhere, ate just about anything I could eat. So there's lots of ways to be hit by that. But there are also situations that were more um, intentional um, in terms of, like, uh, ritualistic that I came in contact with. I mentioned this on another podcast. I, I went at a very young age, about 11 years old, into a house where it was a crime scene for multiple murders and homicides that was connected the guy it was called the voodoo house in my neighborhood okay Mm -hmm. i was living in a very poor impoverished area and um this haitian guy murdered a bunch of people in sacrifice and i I went into this place and i'm walking around with my brother and didn't think about the microbes too much at that time but there was a little altar with a skin mask in the the garage and it's all dark candlelit area it was just freaky we ran out and had some some stuff like that. 
Um, I've been into crystal shops and different, uh, I went to something called Convocation, which is a magic convention, for, mm-hmm. like magic with a K. Mm-hmm. Um, I did ritual, sex rituals with people in Hawaii, um, ayahuasca priestess there that I was, I was dating for a while. Uh, lots of different things. And I actually met a sh- or someone that was connected with a shaman down in um, Guyana mm-hmm. in South America. And we, we had conversations about uh, some interesting things about how we communicate with nature. Mm-hmm. And I said, I think that it's from our microbes inside of us communicating with the microbes on the exterior parts of us. And he was telling me that this shaman was telling him that he talks to plants. And I said, I don't think he's communicating with the plant. I think he's communicating with the, the microbes that are similar. They're like little translators uh-huh. between things. And he said that's how he finds his magic and potions and stuff like that for healing people. Wow. And I thought, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Mm. Definitely. So if you look at um, paranormal activity, like ghosts and aspirations and hauntings and stuff like that, people are using electromagnetic devices to find energy signature. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you know about physics, you should understand that energy needs to be harnessed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't freely float around forever on a, a significant level. Okay. And that mass of a, a microorganism might be enough to broadcast a signal and yeah. do interact with its environment. That's so, an, that's an interesting thought, really. Yeah. Uh, there's so much that we don't know, and when you put it in that context, yeah. it really that's that's a that's an interesting idea for sure. Yeah, and there is. I mean, we're finding out more and more information about the interconnectedness of. Uh, everything obviously yeah, every, right. everything's made up of the same kind of you know it's all matter it's all atoms right but we're also finding out the interconnectedness of like uh, like mushrooms and right. like plants and you know we're all and there, there's that biosphere that we're all living things are part of yep. and that we there is you know there's there is some kind of uh consciousness that is shared collectively between yeah. you know not just yeah. the humans but the entireness of the planet yeah and so and then going down from you know the microbes all the way to you know the blue whale you know i mean it's right. all it is all connected it's all yeah. no matter how much you know you you may not want to think of human it, people want to think that human beings are above and beyond and separate from the rest of the animal kingdom, but we're not, we're still animals. And you can look at our behavior and see that we're, we're, we're animals. We're driven by the same animalistic uh, drives, primitive drives that, you know, are that other animals are. We want to, we want to eat, we want to sleep, we want to poop and we want to make other animals (laughs) or at least practice. If, If you think about that, that's what microbes do too. Yeah. They exactly. Produce, okay, and I think that on a molecular level, we're ingrained and in, in basically just um, hard coded to have that desire to, to replicate. Yeah, right. 
and that causes inside your gut biome the the bacteria actually crave the foods for you right this is a funny thing it's like you don't crave food it's the bacteria trying to actually maintain homostasis and saying hey go get that steak because yeah. that enzyme and that food source makes us replicate don't you think that's the new frontier is gut biome like the more we oh, learn about that it's like opening up doors to our you know when they used that old saying, gut instinct. Well, uh, you got to understand that all the alien context, what's the first thing you think about when you have human alien contact? It's anal probe. Right. Like, right. The first <laughs> thought that comes into your head. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Very true. So th- that's the way to the, get the gut biomes. Right. No, that's true, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. And one of the things that uh, we brought up, you know, you brought up ayahuasca or whatever, and that's what they say. I've never done it. I've never done DMT, but that's the one thing that they say about it is that it 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 really strips away um, all of your identity and and puts you in the greater universe, whatever that means. But um, you know, I've taken a, a bunch of mushrooms in my life and and done some LSD and things like that. And if it's anything like that which to me it sounds like it's that times you know a thousand um i I can only imagine but it really does i think it's important for people i'm not saying everyone should do this okay at all i'm not advocating that but i'm saying that if you are one of the you know people out there that are interested in um searching for you know these types of things and and discovering about yourself and maybe your place in the world um that's certainly one thing that can help do it. And, um, I, I've heard some crazy stories about it. Um, but it is, I think finding the, the, the connection between, uh, spirit, animal, plant, uh, the earth, the universe, whatever it's, 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 that's not a bad road to go down. And to hear you talk about the microbes in that way where the, the, you know, they could be, constantly creating constantly evolving and uh could be a pathway to uh making those connections is is interesting and it's i don't think i've ever heard it really explained like that it's really we like to get into these discussions where we, we we bend our brains a little bit to you know get into somebody else's uh ideas about how they think things work and i think that's an interesting one yeah, I, I would like to find other people that have. I, I talked to another microbiologist at a, a cannabis expo in Paraguay, and he was he was curious about the idea of them being conscious. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he understood the propagation, the growth, the the benefits, the the ecosystem, and the, the balance that it maintains with the soil and everything. And I was thinking, I'm like, do you think they have an influence beyond just, you know, the health of the person, but also your direction in life and consciousness? And he's just like, you know, that's a good question. And he's PhD scientist. Like he was actually really on top of this stuff. And um, I've reached out to people that I saw on TED Talks and stuff like that, but don't get a lot of responses back. Mm -hmm. So it's not that easy. Um, with you guys, there might be some very intellectual, stimulating conversation that you had 
but there's there's no science journal that we're going to be written up in about yeah. we talk about. Sure. But the the influence has been shaping popular culture, and I noticed this in two things that I recently watched, which was kind of coincidental. The TV series Evil, okay, with mm-hmm. with Mike Coulter. Um, I, I think it's a fantastic series. And if you put the context or the framework of the microbe being the demon, mm-hmm. it makes so much sense, yeah. right? Then I was watching the Orville, which is uh, it's like a Star Trek spinoff kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, the guy that makes Family Guy. Yeah. Yeah. Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. Yeah. MacFarlane. And they had the, the last episode, most recently, was about demons in space. Hmm. A- and there was a species of uh, humanoid that was afraid of this sector of space because they said that demons would possess the body. Well, they went in this organic ship, some kind of like, or, um, was a weird flowering thing, open sprays uh, bacteria in this guy's face, and the bacteria alters his DNA to turn mm. into this humanoid kind of spider hybrid thing. Mm. Wow. And Bacteria can alter DNA. Microbes can alter yeah, DNA. Yeah. So sure. it's not, not too far off to imagine that situation, especially when you tie it together. But no one puts together the consciousness of it. They yeah. just think that it's this un, you know, unsentient life form. And yeah. I, think, I think it's really like it has an agenda. I think it uses every bit of knowledge that every human has and can manifest whatever its desire is from movement of humans. We're like pawns in a, a big scheme of things. Do you think, it, well, in that way, do you think it could be of like alien sort of descent? Is that kind of like, do you think it's kind of that way? Or do you think it's maybe, maybe happenstance, maybe just, it just arrived over years and years and years and, you know, of evolution or, Okay, so I, I've been thinking about this on our planet in a different ways. One, do you know that we're trapped here? All atoms are trapped on the planet. They're not freely floating into space. Yeah, yeah. Gravity holds everything that was here, here. But anything that comes to space, comes into our atmosphere from a meteorite, is potentially giving us new mm-hmm. life. I mean, yeah. it could give us the, the components or the elements of life. But uh, as far as replicating RNA on a different planet, it being pushed off the gravity-ridden planet to our planet, it's possible over millions and billions of years. But again, they, they don't have the mechanisms to move. So sure. they either have to have a, uh, an atmosphere to move mm-hmm. or they have to have machines like us to move. Right. So they're locked in space unless they have momentum to get to wherever they're going, and they mm-hmm. can burn mm-hmm. through the atmosphere and survive. Yeah, and so, there's all, we know that there's all sorts of microbic um, things, microbes that can survive in space and can survive through, uh, like coming, you know, entry. Like, um, yeah. There's the um, oh god, what am I thinking about? There's a multicellular There's, organism that actually can survive space. Yeah, and it looks really crazy. It's a weird. It starts with a T. If Bobby were here, she could name it because I know she's obsessed with them. Um, but yeah, those things. Um, 
and they're ancient as well. You know, they've been around for so so long. And that's another thing. I mean, with the with with microbes and microbiotic organisms, they have that's obviously that's the building blocks. It's where we come. That's where we come from. We come from single cells into right. the yeah. multi cells, and over time and evolution, whether you want to say it's influenced by the hand of God or aliens or just nature, regardless, we know that over time, we things have evolved, and. You, you know we know that like these we've evolved to those with with the microbes they are beneficial to us because you know if you i mean like you're saying you if you you're eating patterns how you eat you can change the microbes in your guts by eliminating certain types of things that you eat right. so if you don't eat red meat or meat those microbes are going to die off because they're not going to yeah. get the kinds of enzymes and, and stuff that they need. Um, and we know that microbes obviously can affect us. They make us sick or they make us, our bodies respond in certain ways health wise. But we, you know, how, how, like with your, like with your discussion of the consciousness of it, with the, with the sentience of it, what their influence is, you know, that I, I've not heard too many people really outside science fiction, you know, really get into this concept of these are the things that uh, that could influence. And I've certainly not heard anybody have the idea that this is where this could be at the root of uh, paranormal activity. For I, sure. I think it's the root of consciousness, actually. Yeah, I, I think that the way that in I, I'm pretty certain, I haven't read a scientific journal that states otherwise, but I'm pretty certain that you can't have more than one thought that you can actually hold on to in your mind at one time. Okay? Yeah. And I think the way consciousness works, that thought in your head, is a stream of all of the cells in your body that merge and actually form some kind of coherent pattern. Mm -hmm. okay? Yeah. And I, if you look at our DNA, and there's a great book. It's called Multitudes Inside of Us. Um, the body is a hundred times more foreign DNA or mm -hmm. microbial DNA than human DNA. Yeah. Wow. A hundred times more DNA coming from things that are not human. I didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Wow. Inside yeah. of us. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And it's not just all there in our guts either. It's all over in us. Yeah. All these things wow. that are, again, doing things that are some some of them are inert and some of them doing things that are very beneficial and of course there are the ones who are that the results of them being in the body these foreign bodies inside our, our bodies create you know bad results but still. I, I think in the, the basic kind of uh, metaphor is that we're a ship and we've mm -hmm. got a, a bunch of crew on it mm -hmm. and the crew is working with the the, the ones that grew here, the natives, which mm -hmm. is the human DNA, but they're, they're working together. And I think that when things get out of control with that, you can have possession, you can have divine intervention, you can have a lot of different things, euphoria, like a lot of different things going on. But I, I, I'm under the impression, I, have, I believe it's the, the most rational way of thinking is that you have a consciousness stream and you're getting kind of like a vote 
from all of the things that are inside your body. Sure. And the problem with that is that there's a lot less biomass from humans than microbes on the planet. Mm -hmm. And we think that we're the ones that control everything. Mm -hmm. Right. So if you're thinking about the, the total influence on the world, I think it's mostly microbial. And oh, yeah, yeah. But you, you don't think of yourself as a collection of microbes. You think of yourself as a human. Right. Yes. Yeah. Hey, that's a nice t-shirt you got on there. Oh, thanks, dude. It's brand new. Do you like that? It's one of the official What's Your Weird Story t-shirts. Where'd you get that? It's funny that you ask. I just got it off the brand new Spreadshirt.com site for the What's Your Weird Story podcast. There's no www. You just go straight to shop.spreadshirt.com backslash what without the apostrophe W-H-A-T-S hyphen Y-E-R dash w-e-i-r-d dash s-t-o-r-y and that'll take you right there i mean you can never own enough clothing well that's true barry there's t-shirts for the ladies because you know they're cut differently there's hoodies which are really cool there's two different kinds of hoodies and there's also tote bags so you can tote your stuff that's so cool man so if you guys go out to spreadshirt.com what's your weird story currently there are two designs but there will be more going up very soon so just keep your eyes out for that and if you decide to get one of our shirts tag yourself on instagram to ours or facebook show your love show us what you got let's see your true colors let me ask you because i'm curious you said you've been fasting for uh seven days or, or however long for a, you know for many years um yes. is that a practice um that you do for a spiritual purpose just f- physically just strictly for health reasons or can you go into a little bit about that and how that kind of works into the microbial thing when, when people, like, uh, coming to terms with things, the, the word spiritual to me is your mind, the, right. the thought realm, okay, yeah. realm of thought. And um, it was a decision for me to become the best I could physically. Like, I, I wanted to be very healthy, and I was uh, athletic when I was – a teenager and I just grew up going, okay, I'm going to be the best version of myself. That's why I went into the military into Ranger Battalion. Cause I'm like, I want to be the best. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I fasted. Um, I found some efficiency, some discipline, some, um, clarity mm-hmm. coming from this. And the problem is that what we were saying about ayahuasca ceremonies or anything like that, all of those states of consciousness you can get to through meditation. Right. Mm-hmm. And the problem is that you're not guided with a, a mentor. A lot of times you're going yeah. off on your own or you're reading a YouTube video or right. something. Or you're not really getting that spiritual guide that you yeah. have from an ayahuasca priest or priestess. Right. And, and um, on, on those journeys that I've been on, um, there's a breakdown of your ego. And that's what you were saying about being connected and one with the universe. Right. There's a great video uh, from Vsauce on YouTube. He actually did the EEG monitor on his brain during an ayahuasca ceremony. Okay. And they found the, the God part of the brain was more active 
and the ego was breaking down and mm-hmm. basically fragmented. And over the time of coming back from the trip, it was all solidifying again, but he still had the recollection of everything happening. Sure. That, that breakdown of the ego, you start to like imagine what someone's saying and then they say it and you freak out yeah. or you, you kind of like get a kind of clairvoyance that's freaky because mm-hmm. you're still, you're still understanding that you're the observer, but then you realize that you're not, you're part of the, the space too and the field and the matrix or whatever you want to call right. it. And, and it freaks you out a little bit because you're still human. Sure. And if you didn't have a guide to do this, that would, I mean, you got to really be um, controlled. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I, for, I promised my friends I wouldn't fast like that again because they're afraid that, because I, I noticed a pattern in that, in the, the situation that had happened. Right. I'm more, more susceptible to things happening. But mm-hmm. honestly, I don't think it's completely up to this physical form only. I think it's part of the field, part of the microbes, part of the mm-hmm. universe everything that's going okay johnny it's time to do this sure and i'm going oh maybe i'll fast today right and yeah 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 no i got it yeah for sure i because i found that i i will fast from time to time i'll do a three-day fast um and when i say fast i'll drink water but mm-hmm. there is and i think you know there's a reason why people throughout history have done fasting is because there is a uh, a sense of clarity and um, spiritual, whatever you want to call it, spirituality or whatever it is, there's something that happens that unifies the mind and the body when you, when you, uh, for lack of a better term, when you starve it, uh, you know, it, it's some, it's something that's really quite interesting and it, it is kind of like a drug when you hit day, like later day two into day three, you kind of, you're riding a high of some mm-hmm. sort and it's, 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 it's kind of addicting. It certainly yeah, can be. Part of that is your body detoxifying right. as well, you know, so that it's flushing out the impurities and the stuff that it doesn't need and doesn't need to hold on to to process, you know, uh, to sustain your existence, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there, that's, and that's obviously one of the major benefits of fasting. But, um, you know, that's also. Getting rid of you know in 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 what Johnny's talking about is getting rid of the microbes that are not being beneficial. Now, getting rid of the ones that are there's there's also the gut biome, but there's there's different regions of the body that have uh, the major um, biomes mm-hmm. of bacteria or, or microbes, and another is the vagina. Mm. And um, there's a, a woman that I talked to about this. And she, she said that she was reading up in Russian because she's from Ukraine. And she said that there's a book that describes um, a situation where if a woman has male partners, the baby from the last male that they had sex with can inherit traits of the men that they had sex with prior. Mm. Wow. Okay. Mm. Now, that vaginal biome is delicate and it's harsh it's extremely like it's destructive i'll say sorry that was a bad joke but but the the ones that persistent and stick around and can survive 
they have an influence and they probably have a consciousness influence Interesting. on that. And the women in the adult industry, they tend to be a little nutty. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, it, they, they blame a lot of their, um, pr- not problems, but perspective on, on the men that they've come in contact with. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think that's complete. I think that there's also the biome that's in there. And when I was traveling, I actually had sex with somebody from each country and each city that I was visiting. And I was imagining the scenario where if I were picking up immunity, and I'm, I have mm-hmm. a blood test that I have to do like regularly for work, yeah. but um, I, I have no illness at all, no over uh, um, overabundant anything. There's like I'm complete health for work for whatever from testing. And um, I, I felt like you're you're connecting with people when you say spiritual. People equate sex with spirituality a lot of times. Sure. With that biome that they have, and you don't have the same thing because you're dry down there for the most part. But your leukocytes, your white blood cells. Once you have something enter your body, it's like a little investigation team going, "What is this? Are you dangerous?" We're going to, you know, hold you here until we figure it out. And they break it down and they disseminate and they figure out what's going on with it. I've got a very healthy immune system, I think, because of that. I think because of the interactions that I've had. But we're we're afraid of this for the fear of things. And it could be because the influences upon us are great when we interact with multiple sexual partners and stuff like that. Sure. Or, Or we're more swayed easily with one mm. so so it could be something like that but the the vaginal biome is one thing the, the sex aspect of things i've gotten into sex rituals with with like um partners that i've had and there's definitely impact that it has when you perform some kind of ritual mm-hmm. with the orgasmic state mm-hmm. well we had um our, our friend from australia on adam um who did some sex, sex magic stuff. Yeah. Um, and I never really knew much about it until he spoke about that. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, to me, I think, uh, it's intention wherever you put your intention, um, in those moments at heightened moments of heightened awareness, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some people call it manifesting or whatever, but you put your intention and focus to a certain area of your life or whatever you're trying to do. And um, it's interesting. That's another interesting avenue for sure. So I'm I'm kind of just manifesting my life in in a way that is um, kind of independent of the pressures of the world. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I'm doing things that I want to do. And I feel like are interesting to me. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, but a lot of times there's some boredom that comes with this because I've had some some like overwhelming situations. Right. That I adjust to, and your stress level adjusts to that, and then you're like, okay, now I'm I'm sitting on my couch and I'm doing a 
a podcast interview. I'm not climbing a mountain yeah. and fucking girl at the top. Like, yeah. 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 But it's yeah. just yeah. it's it's just as close. It's only a, a bee's dick away from that same <laughs> thrill, isn't it? We uh, all know that podcasting is the second, third uh, fifth best thing maybe you can do in the world. So. Well, back, back in 2018, I was doing this travel influencer thing and my brother was talking to me. He's like, you're doing everything that most people want to do in their life. You stay at five-star hotels every, every night. You go and you have sex with beautiful girls all over the world. And you're like hobnobbing with celebrities and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, but I, I want to do something that is not normal. Right. I want to do something paranormal. And I said, I want to find an extraterrestrial. And I started to think about that. And that's one of the reasons I have the paranormal group up. It's not just for the um, non-corporeal entities. It could be mm-hmm. for, for uh, extraterrestrial or human, humanoid. But I, I started to deduce that there's only three reasons that you would ever come in contact with a, a humanoid that is on the same scale as far as our size and time because they could be off time to Mm -hmm. some degree they could live a million years and they move faster or slower than we do and we don't notice them sure but living on the same scale and like time as us there's only three reasons if they have the intelligence to get here one accidentally Mm -hmm. they have a, a ship breakdown something happens boom okay but that's technically not accidental when you think of the grand scheme of things either. But, yeah, accidentally. The other uh, two are you have some kind of biological or energetic property that they need in your DNA. Okay. Whether you're a food source or mm-hmm. you're somehow capable of influencing a decision that will happen for the rest of you know their function, like a chess piece kind of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, or... You're um, unavoidable. Like they need fuel or something, or like they're meeting with somebody and you're there. That's right. the, the only things that are the reasons. There's a, like James, uh, Dr. Greer mm-hmm. talks about meditating. I, I contacted that guy. He's fluff, dude. It's complete BS. Uh-huh. I, yeah. I, it's, He's very you, controversial in the field for you, sure. You. Do not meditate to communicate with a being that's trying to get here. Okay. And yes, that might be a right. telepathic reasoning or method yeah, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. But they're not going to be like, oh, yeah, we're going to come and see you on Thursday. Like, it's not going to yeah, yeah. like that. Because of microbes, man. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. of the microbes. It makes fucking complete sense. They're, they're basically the, the guardians of our planet that, that are interacting with everything. Mm-hmm. And if something comes into the sphere, it's going to know it instantly. And it's going to mm-hmm. be like, okay, is this thing going to kill us or are we going to kill it? It's going to have one of those relationships with it. Well, it's funny you mentioned that because like in um, uh, War of the Worlds by H.G. Wells, yeah. the the thing, you know, we have these Martians that come down and they just destroy everything. You know, they're pretty much unstoppable until, you know, microbes that their bodies aren't familiar with, aren't don't have defenses for, cannot adjust to, kill them. Yeah. And that's how we that's how Earth survives is because of microbes. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting interesting thought how it's kind of, you know, even though that's a, they're, they're a, a watching, fiction, they're, but they're watching yeah. the same movies we are. 
Okay. Just yeah, yeah, understand yeah. that. Right. That demon <laughs> is sitting there watching the movie with you, and he wrote the script. Right. Right. <laughs> now, I, I've been really interested in uh, demons because it, even in ancient Greek, uh, they they the word genius was first coined by one of the ancient Greeks, and they said that it wasn't something to possess. It wasn't something that you are. It's something mm-hmm. that comes to visit you. Hmm. And uh, I thought about that, like maybe the influence comes from that. Maybe your mm-hmm. biology has an impact on the way that it's, you know, hosting you or you're hosting sure. it. But um, I, I, I'm thinking to myself, these people are in, in the series Evil. They're, they're naming with a sigil the demon or the house of the demon. And I'm going... If a demon lies, if a, le- a demon has all the capacity for communication that a human does, how would you ever know that that is that? Right. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So the only way is to identify the mass of it. Basically, if it's a microbe, we're going to un- identify this particular species is the correlation between the others. And then we go, oh, that's, you know, Copithesis hyperdi, whatever the name is, yeah. you know, the second name. And we go, also known as Luth, Luth, I don't know, some demon name, like a big one. Yeah. But I, I think that's going to be it. It's not going to be like, if you go on a Reddit or something, you'll you'll read some of the stuff. And people are like, oh, that demon is is um, needs a sacrifice in order to be um, invoked. And I'm like, God, man, everything needs a sacrifice to be invoked. Right. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. And the, the people are in such belief because there's so many books and even like uh, academics that are writing about this and spiritual people that are writing about this. But nobody puts what I just talked about into perspective. Yeah. At all. Yeah, for sure. Well, because they're looking at it through a different lens. Yeah. You know, it's uh, but that's one of the fascinating things about these kind of discussions, because. You know, when you bring up these subjects, it's like, unless you've been introduced to it, you would never know that these ideas are floating out there, which is one of the reasons why we do the podcast, to get people on here that have a different perspective on things and kind of try to walk a little bit in somebody else's shoes and see their perspective a little bit. And and this has been, it's definitely been an interesting perspective, man. Yep. Indeed. Um. Yeah, go ahead, Adam. Oh, I, w- I wanted to ask a, b- a little about the um, the uh, the erotic reproductions. Okay, yeah, that we'll you get, do. We'll get into the, the sexy stuff here. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know, uh, I know, a lot of people are going to be very interested in this kind of a thing, the spectrophilia. Yeah. All right, so it started from um, I wrote a book to get into the porn industry. And I did that because I was looking for female talent, and I had uh, uh, 900 men, like literally, like 900 guys sending me dick pics, and I'm just like, God, I got to stop this from happening. <laughs> so I, I, I wrote a book, How to Be a Male Porn Star in Six to Nine Days. Okay. And in the book, I explain kind of like policies that are going to be um, better for you to, to get a job and work with talent, mm-hmm. and how to get ranked as a porn star. And I, I use this same thing for my own ranking and, and ex- escalation. Um, so I wrote this book and then I did uh, a series of demo videos 
for people to make because you need to have a reel, a video of yourself performing okay. in order to see what you got because the dick pic thing just doesn't work. Right. Okay? So um, I made a series of demo videos, but I, I made it kind of like a Scorsese film, kind of like art house uh, version of it because I, I took a mobile filmmaking class, of course, and I, I thought to myself, okay, I've got this nemesis in the storyline and it ties into some of the weird shit that happened to me in the army. And that was revolving around that. But basically I've got this sentient AI that, um, in the story, I'm, if you go to X videos, you could watch this. If you look up doggy style, which is my handle on through the porn, um, I'm watching the porn on my bed, jerking off. And in the middle of the porn that I'm watching, this character pops up on the screen and then disappears. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? And at the end of the video, as I'm coming, he stops, he pops in front of you and he throws the book that I wrote through the TV at me. So I made it like a little bit of CGI where, where it goes from black and white rendering kind of cartoonish to reality. It just pushes through to a different reality. And I, I go, what the fuck? And I'm holding the book in my hands. And what I was planning on doing is, I haven't done this scene yet, having a paranormal investigator come to my house and take a look at the book. Okay. And then they start going, you know, this is how you get, uh, you know, tell me exactly what was happening. Show me. And then, like, you can kind of imagine yeah. the scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, immediately, to my mind, the first thing that's got to come up is, you know, they they pick it up and they're looking at it and they're like, is this ectoplasm? And of course, <laughs> <laughs> sure. <That's great. laughs> I get a sample of that. <laughs> there, there's a lot of different ways to go with that, but yeah. coincidentally, too, I, I go to a porn convention uh, a week, no, two weeks after I made the, the video for that, and I'm sitting there talking to people and. Mind you, I've been outside the country for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm, I'm in this world with porn, I'm not, like, the expert on porn stars. Yeah. And I'm surrounded by them, and I didn't know who they were. I, I met a couple of my, like, the guys that I envy, like, oh, that guy. Like, yeah. um, just amazing situation where that was happening. But I'm sitting there, and this woman's, like, flirting with me, and she's like, hey, that chick likes you. I'm like, what? She's like, she just said that she thinks you're cute. I'm like, okay. I'm like, who are these people? He's like, you don't know who it is? Like, no. It's like, you really don't know who that is. And then he starts saying, she doesn't know who you are. I'm like, she's like, really? I'm like, yeah, I have no fucking clue where you are. It was Stormy Daniels. Oh, oh wow. wow. And I'm, I'm sitting there talking to her, and uh, we, she's cool. Like, she's actually an interesting person to talk to. Uh-huh. And she's like, you know, if you come out to L.A., I can do a... Um, a test shoot with you to see if you can shoot with us at Wicked. Wicked is one of the biggest companies yeah, for porn, it's and it, one it's of the, actually yeah. managing a lot of the talent that I dreamed about having sex with as a yeah, star. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. And then I googled her, or she connected with me on on Twitter, and um, she is a paranormal investigator. Oh wow. Huh. She's on a series called Spooky Babes, huh. and she's doing the same thing. Oh, wow. wow. But but she's not doing reenactments, and she's not doing porn. She's doing 
you know, big chested women walking around being scared and, and kind of that thing. Yeah. And I haven't watched the series, but they've got a well-produced um, website and put together, you know, some episodes and stuff like that. Okay. And I, I'm like, hmm, if I collaborate with them, I'm actually sincerely looking for paranormal activity. Yeah. But I'm going to be on my OnlyFans page putting together scenes that you can't watch on television or on YouTube or something like that. Right. So That's great. I thought that, that was kind of the weird yeah. kind of yeah. connection. With yeah, the man. Yeah, more microbial connections there, for sure. <laughs> yeah. That's great. It's, it's a pretty interesting world where we have the coincidences that we do. And that's I think that's one of the things that um, you'll find unconsciously with the, the idea of the force or whatever you want to call it, with yeah. the microbes. So yeah, no, for sure. So, so, yeah, that's, that's how the sex thing works. Um, I basically do reenactments. Um, after I do that one episode tie-in, I'm going to do reenactments. But that one's going to be a bridge between reality and fantasy. The other ones will be reenactments. Like the, the fantasy part of that is that I have a character that I created that is supposed to be artificial intelligence that sends a signal through Wi-Fi to interact with the brain and basically possess you. Okay. That's my character the alpha but i actually think it's possible i think it's been done and i I, it's one of my theories for what happened to me in south america interesting interesting so in the in the reenactment though the the is it you with is there another person there or is it just like with the like you know this is supposed to be you in a spirit and you don't see anybody else uh, the, the spirit is being represented by your imagination, by nothing. Is it like that, or is it... We're working on the pilot episodes right now. Okay, okay. And I'll be done in a couple months because they're um, taking some time to put together. But uh, as far as the script goes, I can explain to you the storyline and stuff. Basically, um, I, I want it to be realistic, and Hollywood does it better than porn. Right. They, they use um, chroma key suits a lot of times to do things. There, mm-hmm. there was this one Invisible Man movie that came out recently, and in the, the movie, the woman's like being thrown around inside of a kitchen and stuff. There's actually a man in a chroma key suit that's doing everything, and yeah. I have the editing software to do the same thing. So okay. I, I can do that, but there are certain things that will be difficult. Like, I can have a girl ride me and disappear from the shot. So you'll see see her vagina opening a little bit because I'll just wear a green condom or something. Yeah. But you'll basically see movement. But there are going to be things that need to be a little bit more frame by frame edited if I want to do it as well. Sure. Okay. Okay. Interesting. That's that's part of the the porn aspect of things with two. Like you'll see the or it could be conversely with a woman. Um, But. A lot of times you're going to have possession kind of videos or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that will be for, for the sake of ease, um, super strength or, or power from a girl or a, a man that's possessed. And then mm-hmm. the sexual nature. There's, there's been a couple good gore porns that did this. Uh, but I, I'm not doing gore porn. It's not going to be like, right. you know, vomiting and stuff like that. It's more sexy. Yeah. And there's also, um, I, I got a great one that's comedy kind of idea of it, which is Bigfoot. Oh, and, man. All right. Nice. Nice. But, Our but friend it, uh, will love it's, that. It's not a male Bigfoot. Okay. It's, it, what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have, I found these, uh, they're called Yeti boots. 
Okay. And mm-hmm. they're, they're big fur boots that come up past the knee, and they look like monster legs. And I'm going to have shots to where a hunter is out in the woods, and he looks down, and he sees this thing, and he's like, oh, my God, I saw it. I took, you know, it was in my phone. I took a picture of it, and he's got, like, just the legs walking. And then in the conclusion of it, it's going to be a girl that's sleepwalking with the boots on, and she's fucking hunters in the sleep. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, man. So yeah. It'll be like a little debunking thing. It'll be, but also, like, because there's some stories about Bigfoot right now that are just insane. Yeah. Like, but Bigfoot has a harem of women to, for offspring, and I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Well, okay, so where, where can people get a hold of you? What are your outlets on social media and stuff? So on Twitter which is the most friendly for all of our kind of viewers. Um, I've got paranormal dicks as my handle (laughs) and it's, it's got supernatural detectives as the name, Yeah. but the the character length, it had to be shortened. So I put paranormal dicks. Um, So I've got that. My website for this stuff is called supernatural detectives. Okay. And on that website, it's a professional website for the investigation unit. And if you have a report and you want to make a report, you have to pay. And I'm doing that because I don't want trolling and yeah. I don't want right. 12 year olds submitting things and I don't want spam. Good so idea. Yeah. You, you pay 10 bucks, you write something for five minutes in a text message, it goes instantly to me. I could verify and then I can go, okay, I'm going to actually look into this one where are you at, kind of gets, reach out to you. Nice. And from that point, I'll actually pay people if they've got a story to do some work so nice nice that's awesome man johnny g what what a what a episode we've never had anything like this man we've been doing it for four years so this has been it's great man thanks it's uh hopefully you know i come to the conclusions that i want with my investigations into this stuff but also have some fun while i'm doing it rather than being paranoid and worried about some kind of government agency attack right yeah <laughs> of course disguised as five-year-old kids asking for candy i'm <laughs> right. telling you no. <laughs> it was, it, it's funny it's it's really funny That's that great. five-year-old did he have a mustache i mean you know go back no. and look <laughs> it, it's just i had like a, a 10 of them showing up at my door because my mom went out there with like a bunch of candy and play-doh and stuff she's like you if you want them to not scream all the time you got to be friends with them I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that's great yeah. that's awesome i man. think that's good advice for life really, oh for sure friends you never <laughs> not scream all the time be friends yeah that's right yeah. that's right give them candy and shut them up yeah that's right that's right <laughs> It's, it's porn. It's the same thing. You have to <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's funny. Awesome, man. Well, thanks yeah. again, right. dude. Thank you well, for guys, hanging out. Yeah, no problem. If you guys have anybody come on the series that uh, wants to get um, investigated for some paranormal activity of a sexual nature, hit yeah. me up, direct them to, to Supernatural Detectives, and anytime, just hit me up, and I'll I'll be around. Awesome. Cool. Will do, man. And, uh, yeah, if you if you, get, if you run across anybody who wants to, uh, you know, sit down and talk with us for a while, send them our way, man. Yeah. Good. Cool. Right. Good luck with everything, awesome. Johnny. We'll talk yeah, soon, dude, man. Thanks again. You guys have a good night. Yeah. 
So we're looking for a little help from our friends. We need you, our loyal listeners, to help us spread the word about the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Just go to your current podcast provider, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Podbean, YouTube. We're just about everywhere. Hit the subscribe button, download the podcast, give us a thumbs up, hit the like button, give us the highest rating you can, and give us a review. The What's Your Weird Story podcast is a community effort. Without our friends and listeners, it wouldn't be possible to do what we do. So please, help us out by spreading the word. That was really, really entertaining and interesting and all of that and more. Yeah, dude. That Johnny, thank you. Uh, oh, I don't even know where to start. I start with the beginning. Um, with that is just one of the wildest tales. And, it, you know, it happened. It was real, you know. I mean, I, I think that... When the I think probably one of the one of the reasons that he was passing out or blacking out was because he didn't have water because you can go without food for a while yeah but when you go without water as well on top of that that's no good you got to have water you got to have water you got to stay hydrated because I mean it could be well the results could be disastrous yeah um, yeah or you know and they I mean I don't think all of them are going to end up being this crazy adventure. Uh, misadventure that he ended up with and you know you might not be so lucky to where you just get deported you might uh, end up that's right doing something terribly worse or who knows yeah. so, well he's lucky he got out of yeah the, of he sure country, as hell is dude you know he and, sure as hell is yeah but yeah i mean you know the whole thing and yeah about microbes and stuff like that really had me thinking about that yeah. whole like synopsis and this whole idea on that and it's really quite interesting man and mm-hmm. and it actually kind of reminded me of a story that i'd heard about um trees in forests mm-hmm. they they speak to each other through the root system mm-hmm. and they will if, if there's a tree that is is you know deficient in something some nutrient they will, through the root system, figure out how to get the tree that needs the nutrition its nutrition. It's really mm-hmm. quite fascinating, and it kind of sort of it 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 plays up on that idea that it's all an interlocking sort of like you know highway system of information that's all mm-hmm. interwoven and yeah. that, you know and that kind of it kind of that reminded me when he was talking about the microbe thing. It's like, yeah, that makes sense, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, it's kind of, it is like the world is a body. It's a microbe, yeah, you know? Right. It's an organism unto itself, this planet, you know? And we all the animals and all the creatures and everything from from the biggest to smallest, um all the atoms and everything on it are a f- part of this 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 thing this you know the planet that we don't know that the planet has consciousness or not yeah but we all act on it we affect it you know yep. and um everything on the planet has its own thing its own purpose its own doing just like the different microbes in our in our gut and in our body that right. do these different things yeah. for our the collective Macrobe that is our body, the collective bigger thing, and how you know. It, I mean, it's definitely possible that 
these the microbes in our body have developed a way of controlling us, you know, sure. or, or steering us yeah. or guiding us for then whatever to benefit whatever it is you know, it, it needs, and right. you know, with whether it's change in uh, body chemistry or or what you know and and you know so i don't know and this but the whole the his idea of microbes being responsible for paranormal activity and and them you know essentially being what you know demons are i mean this is all brand new yeah uh ideas that have never been presented to us and of course being uh just it's you know it's one of those things hard to prove because it is it combines the science with the not post science but with the paranormal chalk it up to another theory you know another interesting theory yeah. of of how yeah. this stuff happens and um it was certainly interesting to hear his you know sort of view on it because i never really thought about that and i'm like wow you know that is interesting, and um, that's why we love doing this show. We get di- mm-hmm. different people on. They got different backgrounds. They're coming from a totally different place, and they have, you know, these 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 really interesting ideas about how they think the world works. And that's kind of like what we're interested in, you know, yeah. people's yeah. perspective. Yep, we're interested in hearing about your life experiences, and you know, Johnny, man, Johnny ticked off so many of the boxes that we, you know, as for for story wise, yeah, he had, you know, he said true crime, yeah. essentially, right, with his opening story, um, and with he's a paranormal with the uh, with his ghost dealings and with um, uh, and you know, his, his parascience or future science or other alternative i don't i don't like alternative science per, per se but yeah his just his, his hypothetical science his ideas on microbiology and of course um unusual careers i guess we can slot that down yep. for his yep. uh you know his being a adult film uh maker Yes. so yeah yeah you know and, and, and author more, and uh, author and author yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. All of these things. So, yeah. you know, Johnny, you know, maybe the one, the guest who's ticked off the most boxes in one episode. Yeah. I'm not sure if he's not, he's certainly right up there. Um, but yeah, if you, um, we, this, this is what, yeah, like Barry was saying, this is what it's all about. It's about connecting with you guys out there, hearing your, your incredible stories. Uh, and, you know, Maybe they're not as like oh I hate to say action packed as Johnny's uh, because that could be taken in so many ways. Well, that's true. Um, that's true. But you know, I mean, everybody as our mantra is: everybody's got one at least one good story, that's right. and we want to hear it. So um, you know, we want to hear your crazy uh, adventures. We want to hear your paranormal experiences. Um, your encounters with uh, cryptids or, you know, true crime or anything that's hard to explain or any kind of unusual career. Um, because, you know, we like hearing about that. We, we don't know everything. And when and this is, you know, this increases our knowledge as well. Um, and that's one of the benefits that we get out of it for sharing all of our divine human experiences. Um 
it just helps us all grow as people and are understanding and, and more tolerant of people who are different from us and have had different experiences and have different thoughts and such. So join us on the podcast, share your story that you've been holding back. You know, that time you smoked weed with Bigfoot or um, the time that you uh, pulled a heist in uh, high school or um, the time that you um, avoided death on a four-wheeler and a train or I don't know. I'm just saying anything, all these crazy stuff, all these wild stories, your experiences, your best stories. We want to hear them. Come on down. We're calling you just like the price is right. Um, come on down to the podcast, share your awesome stories, your weird stories, and share some good time and fellowship. Yes, absolutely. Thanks again uh, to Johnny and uh, get in touch with us. We want you on the podcast. And uh, how, how, how do they get in touch with us, Barry? Well, you can either go to. Our Instagram page. I believe it's at What's Your Weird Story. <laughs> okay. And email us at <laughs> WYWSPOD at gmail.com. Yes, correct. That's WYWSPOD at gmail.com. Or they can call on the hotline, which is. Five one three nine zero nine nine eight two one. Sounds right. Sounds right. Or you can contact us on Facebook. We're on Facebook. Actually, we, that's kind of where we've gotten a lot of our uh, folks here over the last, I'd say, year or so. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's been a, a mix, but definitely it's been good. Um, so yeah, contact us. Get in touch. Let's do it. Let's hear it. All right, everybody. Uh, once again, Johnny G, thank you so much. Incredible stories. Um, and we'll have to get Johnny back and hear some more because you know that he's going to have them for sure. Absolutely. Um, and get a hold of Johnny if you've had any kind of uh, encounters, spectrophilia encounters with spirits of a sexual nature. And um, talk with him and see, you, you know what's going with what what you can what you guys can come up with um talk to us and we'll talk to you and uh, next week we're talking to another betsy and this betsy is from new jersey and uh she's she's uh talking to people as well nice so so we'll see you then all right weirdsville we love you take care Uh, Be safe. Be weird. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Until next time, be safe. Be weird. Stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.